0: Alright, hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. I'm your host, Jason Napolitano. I have on the line Chris Sheridan. How are you doing, Chris?
1: I'm doing terrific today.
0: Okay. Good there day for is, it. It is a good day indeed. It's a beautiful Sunday out and uh, we're here as we are every Sunday with, a, with another show. And we're thankful for you guys uh, that are tuning in to listen to us each week on the podcast. Um, please support us if you can at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye. And there's a there's a button in there where you can actually make a small monthly donation. If you like what we're doing, please help keep us on the air and uh, spread the show to people, to your friends, family and so on. If you think they'll get something out of it. We are trying to spread these uh, positive messages and things that we're that we're talking about here to the rest of the world. So please be part of the solution. So also, if you can go ahead and uh, check out both of our books, Uh, I have a book called If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate and I think it'll help you out. A great deal if you have not meditated before or even if you have and you want a a simple guide to refocus your mind. Uh, If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate by Jason Napolitano on Amazon.com and Chris has his book called The Spirit in the Sky about his spiritual experience and his life and it's a very inspiring and excellent book and I do highly recommend it. It's at chrissheridan.com or at amazon.com. So today Chris is going to be running the show and so I'm going to hand it off to him and let him tell you about the topic and so on that we're gonna be speaking about for today. So I'll just pass it over now to you, Chris, it's all you.
1: All right, I take the challenge and the baton. So today I wanna to take a look at visualization. I know with mind science or healing or uh, inventing uh, anybody in the creative arts, you have to have a vision or an image or an idea of something you wanna create or solve and you focus on that image, uh, if it's getting a job, if it's getting a diploma, if you want to go to college, uh, and to have the goal in sight. Uh, people do vision boards, and maybe they put pictures of the cars or the places they want to see if traveling is uh, on the agenda, uh, but having some clear kind cons- and a visual touchstone of what it is you're trying to accomplish or achieve Uh, or receive in your life. And um, that works, I think, to a large degree. Um, But I've come across the notion, and this is maybe what's a little bit different about this approach to that, is to go beyond that, not just being there, not just receiving the thing, like getting, say, if it's a car, we use an easy example. If you're using a uh, a visualization of uh, being at the dealer and you're signing the papers and, you know, she hands you the keys to the car and, wow, this is, you know, I got what I wanted, you know, you're right at the beginning of it. This is actually going that you've already received it, that you already have it. And there's a, uh, I believe it's a passage in the Bible from Mark um, 11, 22, if those who want to follow along at home. Um, But it has to do with having, if you believe that you have received it, then it will be done unto you. And I thought, well, that's a little different look at this. It's a little different take on what it means to visualize your goal. So instead of maybe getting the keys, we'll go back to the car and receiving the keys. How about pulling the keys out of your pocket and you're looking at your new car and it's all dirty and you get in your car and you drive it to the car wash and you vacuum it out and you know clean the tires or whatever, um, that you already have this thing. And it might seem like a subtle difference, uh, but it might have powerful effects in what it is you're doing. Uh, and there's um, a lot of examples in our everyday lives um, that illustrate this. We'll get into to some later, but just as a, a quick one right now, if you're ever driving by a construction site on a street corner. There'll be an artist rendering of what the strip mall or the office apartment complex uh, will look like, Uh, but it's not a painting of the finished building. It's the finished building with trees and there's cars in the parking lot and there's people going in and out of the shops. It's uh, it's already in use. It's not just a finished building, it's already happening. So with that in mind, uh, we're gonna take a a closer look uh, into the scripture as well as uh, just the notion and what that means and why that really is different than just getting something uh, or visualizing getting something. This is visualizing actually having already, that it's already done. Uh, So um, with that, I want to open it up. And if there's anything you want to, I know you have some quotes from um science of mind yeah
0: i got a couple of things i I was reminded actually when you were when you were talking about that because really what we're we're talking about then is uh you know because you are speaking about visualization that's one modality of trying to create of course we have prayer and we have affirmation we have our, our you know just our general thoughts in the conscious mind and so on all those things that go into to creating something new for ourselves, right? Those blueprints that create that new thing we want to create. Uh, I just wanted to also add on the idea that, you know, in addition to the visualizations in addition to, you know, affirmations, it all has to kind of work together, you know, with the the body mind uh, as best it can. We'll talk about more of that later. I know you wanted to discuss that, but I just Mm -hmm. wanted to say first, like thoughts, words, actions, feelings, images, all these things uh, need to be in alignment. They need to be in alignment. And, uh, you know, so that's a little adjunct to what you're saying. But to get back to what, what you're going on, I have a good quote for that, that that, that uh, comes from The Science of Mind from Ernest Holmes, which is a fantastic book. I highly recommend. Um, it's kind of the textbook for mind science, for that branch of new thought uh, that Ernest Holmes uh, started. Anyway, he says, faith is a mental attitude which is so convinced of its own idea which so completely accepts it that any contradiction is unthinkable and impossible. So I was reminded of that when you were telling me about
1: mm.
0: when you were talking about the, uh, you know, seeing that thing as if you know you already, you already have it and it's been in in motion and it's already been yours and 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 that sends a very powerful message to, you know, to the deeper part of our mind that it's kind of a foregone conclusion that this thing already exists. And, you know, in mind science, they call that a mental equivalent. In other words, you're creating that thing, like an archetypal image or an archetypal thing in your mind. And then you're just kind of, you know, attracting that to yourself or creating it uh, somehow or finding it somehow magically in your life. Oh, you know, and that's that's but it, but it first starts in the quote unquote mind, you know, and that that faith, that faith helps to to create that. Um so, but, but I like really, I really like what you're saying because it's oftentimes we, we get stuck in thinking about the thing and, and, and it's like a, at, at an initial phase of it, or, you know, we're talking about it in a way where it's, it might be nice someday if, or wouldn't it be cool if this or that thing occurred in the future? And your, your way of looking at it, what you're saying is it's a foregone conclusion, it's already happened. You know, and that's that's that faith which so completely accepts it that any contradiction is unthinkable. And that's the message you want to send to the to that deeper part of yourself and the message you want to send out to the to the universe, you know,
1: to the law of spirit that you're trying to work with. Right. Right. It is. And it's it's even more than a foregone conclusion. It's a past gone um, event. Mm -hmm. It's 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 this is after the fact. Mm -hmm. It's not you're going to. This is, you know, the sip of champagne after you win the race it's taste that part of it um not just the you know the finish line or something i mean you have to have you know markers and and goals and things like that um and i want to just go with what you were mentioning that uh this is a different way of looking even at something like a visualization which is is more than just an image you want to really connect with it and feel it and you know, get that new car smell, if that's what you're after. I guess I'm stuck on a car thing. But whether it's a vacation, if it's the smell of the food in, in Morocco or wherever you want to go, um, you know, use some work on your other senses and, and your belief. Uh, and they do have to be in harmony. And I think where this goes beyond just a, because even a strong visualization is still just a mental concept. And it may be in the thinker part of our thoughts, uh, and not quite as much in the feeling, um, but the receptive part, if you believe you've already received it it's it's more in the body, it's more embodied it's more in your life, it's in your hands, it's uh, not just in your mind. you know there's kind of a tangibility um, to that. And also, if you're trying to achieve something uh, or accomplish something uh, or get something. There's that elusiveness that it's out there that I'm forever becoming. Um, you know, I'm, i I will do this. I resolve to accomplish my goal. Those are very empowering and motivating. Um, but it still implies that there's separation. That this thing is out there, and if I just work harder, I'm going to get it. Um, this is going beyond getting it. This is not the thrill of the chase. This is after having done it and. What that does, and again, it might be subtle, but a lot of subtle things can be very significant once they play out, that we're approaching the desire, say if it's for, you know, to do some traveling or something like that, with, on one hand, I don't have this, Um, or if it's healing, I'm sick, Um, and I wanna get better, or I wanna get to Morocco. Uh, on the other hand that we're looking at uh, this way of believing you've already received it, you know, maybe you already have the, the tickets in your hand or it's, a, you know, more than a foregone conclusion, you know, you're, you're at the hotel in, um, in Casablanca, you know, enjoying your vacation, um, is that you're approaching, and you're still in your visualization, but you're approaching it with an attitude of having already having it which there is no lack there there's no separation between you and your coal if you're washing this new car that you already have and filling it up with gas uh, you're not just hoping it shows up in your driveway or you're going to the dealer and slowing down when you you know and getting a good look at it as you go to work um you know you're you're actually you know you're putting some elbow grease into it um and i think that is a different way and it because what makes it different and I want to hear ideas on that is that it's, we're involving a different part of our senses, a different part of our consciousness. It goes from a concept to something that is more of a possession. Uh, and I mean that in a good way, um, that that this is uh, like, if it's faith, or if it's health, or if it's, you know, peace of mind, um, maybe we already have these seeds of these things. And if we start from that point of view, instead of saying, I hope to get this, I hope to have peace of mind someday. Well, maybe I have one micron of peace of mind in me already, and I want more, and I want to grow that. So I think, you know, it's, it resonates, I think, differently, in our consciousness and our body, if we look at something, anything really from a position of lack, or from a position of having, uh, having this be part of you
0: yeah definitely i i I think there's there's two parts of there's two ideas that come up when you when you talk about that for me one is first of all you talked about faith and i talked about faith a little bit earlier and we know that that faith word is 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 you know it's a big word it's a big concept and it is uh one of the requirements really of of creating that which you desire to to come to pass, um, regardless of whether it's a healing or you know some sort of you know material manifestation of something or a certain state of mind or whatever, you need that that sense of that sense of faith, that feeling of faith, that understanding and connection to it in order to create those things so sometimes one of the things you can do you know because it does the thing that I think challenges people sometimes is like you know you're told. In many many systems uh, many different types of systems in religious systems spiritual systems psychological and so on uh you know systems that you need a a certain amount of faith and then you know a person is like well what if i don't have faith if i don't have faith and and what if i don't believe in this thing but i need it and i want it that's where you got to treat yourself then you know you've got to you've got to start there so you got to start where you are so if you're trying to for example, you know, create a, a healing of something or, you know, do some something that is going to be to you. It feels like a big thing, you know, create a, you know, buy a home or get out of debt and you're, you know, $500,000 in debt or something. First of all, know that there is no such thing as a bigger little thing to to God, to spirit, to infinite, you know infinite wisdom and infinite creation, you know, that the the, a grain of sand and a universe, you know, and a cosmos are are the same thing to to God. So, you know, your, your ideas of big and little do not apply. But let's say you still do feel that, you know, the first thing you do, then, you know, is you're going to need to work on your own faith. And that's where so you can, you know, you can treat yourself and start visualizing and affirming and feeling a sense of faith. There's been times in your life, when you felt faith—faith faith that something was going to come to pass, faith that that bad thing was going to end, faith that you could get that A on that test, faith that you know you'd get over this bout of flu before your you know your interview on Monday—and miraculously it happened, you know—you've you, got to go through your own mind and find some of those experiences where it has worked before, and I can't imagine a person who has not had that happen to them but if you haven't then watch a movie or watch some you know positive tv shows or listen to some you know some positive preaching you know some reverend ike's and joel osteen whatever uh and you'll hear stories of people who have had that faith and start building that faith within yourself and start with that that really is a base level that you need would you would you agree with that that, that faith level you know, that i understanding?
1: would and if, and if we're looking in our histories like you know when have we had faith before sometimes faith. Uh, and that the act of faith uh, and the me- mechanism hides in other things like, um, wow, what a strange coincidence. It just so happened that I mm. got the exact amount bonus in my paycheck that I really needed to pay off my, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, um, or dumb luck. Um, you know, coincidence, uh, wow, what a, you know, that's one for the books. What a, yeah, a lucky break.
0: Even though you know, needed it, they hide you, that way. And you, yeah, yeah, and you put it out there that you needed it, then you dismiss it as a coincidence. You've got to, you've got to start recognizing those coincidences, or what Jung would call those synchronicities, and recognize yeah. them for what they are. You know, there's something, there's something in response to desire and need and prayer and faith.
1: Well, in faith, you know, to use a actually a scriptural definition, is the belief in things unseen. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, you know, that it's, it goes, it's like metaphysical. It goes beyond just, you know, your senses and your rational logic, um, science, uh, everything. It has to be. And again, that takes it from a different part of the body. It has to be more in the heart because you're not going to see it in your sensory apparatus with your eyes and your nose and and all that stuff. It's um, it has to be in the heart. And that's why in the scripture um, it says, um, you know, whoever believes and does not have doubt in his heart. Uh, And that's, that's a different thing than like doubt in the mind, because in the mind we can do all kinds of things. We can, you know, talk about not having a size (laughs) restraint. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can make anything huge in your mind or small or fast or long uh, anything else. But, uh, but the doubt in the heart, uh, not having the doubt in the heart, you know, believe, in your heart, even there's the, the psalm or the proverb, uh, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not thinketh in your head. This is, you know, we've, yeah. we've talked about this and this, this yeah, goes exactly. right along. And I think that's the difference between having a visualization of wanting to get something um, is kind of in the head <laughs> and having a visualization and connection um, with that of having, already having it being part of your life. Yeah. Um, yeah moving through you and in you um that's more in the heart because the heart you know sends blood to every every piece of the body you know and um and it's a different organ uh, it's just as smart if not smarter maybe um, and, and you mentioned very early on that some we need a lot of these uh to bring to bear on our problem or our situation or our goal uh, and having them being out of sync. And this is a classic head versus heart thing. You can say, I resolve this, and I want this, and I imagine myself doing this uh, in your mind. But if you have something in the back of you going, yeah, how many times have I tried that? Or if it's something even more significant, like a healing, or you're lonely, and you want to be in relationship, or you're in debt, and you want to uh, have financial freedom and mobility. Um, yes, you do have to start where you are, and you absolutely have to have faith because you're you're definitely not going to see it when you're sick. You're not going to see the, the the healthy you. Um, but you but that's where the sight of faith comes in, and I think that's where this is um, is really kind of getting at. You know, you're by visualizing having already had something you are automatically incorporating faith um, that this is going to happen this way. Yeah. Yeah, Because the evidence of of your life around you uh, isn't supporting that. Um, And that's how it's so easy for us to talk ourselves out of something. We don't really believe it all the way. It doesn't really take hold uh, because we can look at the outer and say, well, yes, definitely, this is not... um, you know i'm not going to buy a new house when when i can't even you know pay my phone bill this month or something you know but you but having that faith of paying the phone bill and then paying rent and then putting a down payment down um, you know has to come through that uh and and even just in the very simple way of looking at it or very straightforward i should say not necessarily simple is it are you focusing on what you don't have or are you focusing on uh, where you want to be, how you want to be, who you want to be, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's really just a simple, you know, choice, I guess, of where's your focus? Where, where are you looking? Where's your time, attention, and your belief going? Um, aren't you yeah, saying, that's... aren't you having faith that you're going to be miserable tomorrow just as much as you were today if you keep believing that and telling yourself that? You don't know what tomorrow's like, but if you keep telling yourself, oh, I believe subconsciously that i'm going to be just as bad off tomorrow as i was today uh you're really help you're using you're using those energies to uh, at least support that and it's uh yeah and it's tough sometimes when you're in
0: the midst of challenges and let's say you're looking for you know for healing with the work that you're doing um you know and you're in pain and you're you're looking to be pain-free let's say you're suffering from some chronic pain or something uh as a result of uh, an injury or maybe cancer or something like this. And it seems like something that, you know, you just can't get rid of. It feels like that. And, you know, you're in the midst of that. It's, it's a, it's a challenge to rise above the situation, the conditions quote unquote, that you're in the material conditions that you're into to get your mind into that state where, you can plant those seeds and create those visualizations and make those prayers and so on. And, you know, align yourself with that divine healing energy. And, um, you know, you've got to, you've got to lift yourself up and elevate your mind out of, out of that state that you're in to do that. You know, you can't be thinking about the problem and creating the solution at the same time. Thankfully, we can only usually, not usually, we can only focus on one thing at a time. So what you've got to do is then, you know, refocus your mind on that situation that you want. And it happens oftentimes through relaxation. So if you can, you know, find a way to get yourself into a really nice deep state of relaxation, maybe, doing maybe progressive relaxation while you're laying down, or you can listen to some really, you know, soothing, calming music and like set up a kind of a situation and time and place where you've got some quiet and some peace to yourself and, uh, you know, really work on relaxing the body and relaxing the mind and letting go a lot of the anxieties and the frustrations that that particular condition is bringing you that helps to elevate the mind heart out of that space where it's stuck in that groove of, focusing on that pain of focusing on that lack of focusing on whatever it is that you're trying to get rid of. In this case, we were kind of talking about that pain situation. So you've got to be able to rise up out of that with relaxation and acceptance and say, okay, look, you know, I can, I can do this. I can relax my body. I have faith. And, you know, use your affirmations positively. Don't tell yourself I don't have faith and I don't know. And, you know, start, start by relaxing and then start by treating the mind and saying, you know, anything is possible. You know, I have faith that I can tap into this divine healing source within myself. I have faith in the universe. I have faith in God and faith in, you know, whatever you know symbolic word you use for for God, or, and and go to that go to that part of yourself, and and you know, go past go past that that pain, you know, and look for those times when not there as much and try to do the work when when you are in those moods so that you can associate those affirmations and those prayers with those positive feelings so for example if you know you notice that after watching a comedy or something you feel a lot lighter you feel a lot less pain well do a little relaxation and do your visualization and affirmations then i mean you got to start timing things so that you can you can lock these things together You know, these positive feelings, this faith, this feeling of relaxation, this feeling of already having achieved the thing you're looking for and see that state and imagine that state. Go back in your mind to when that time in your life, when you didn't have that pain, go back in your mind to that time when, you know, you didn't feel anxiety or
1: depression. Can I uh, jump in with something there? Please jump in. Okay. Since we're talking about time travel, uh, let's go forward. To the time when you're pain free, move. For, don't go back. I mean, if you want a touchstone of, of, a, of a sense memory of mm-hmm. having been pain free before, yeah. The visualization, though, direction needs to go because you are sick now or you are in pain now. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It's I'm talking about forward. building
0: the faith to to create that. But yeah, yes, hear, but and but yeah, You're, you're shoring it up, yeah, but yeah, yeah I'm saying sure. the
1: direction of consciousness when you. Yeah. Move. And I love what you're talking about having that neutral space. Yeah. Because really, you know, to use a, again, I just belabor the car thing. You can't mm-hmm. really just go from going forward to reverse or going from reverse to forward. You kind of got to stop and literally put the thing in neutral. Yeah. Um, before it goes to the next gear or the opposite yeah. gear. And if we're shifting our direction kind of from an opposite, you know, sick uh, symptom or, you know, debt or loneliness. Uh, to one of healing and uh, you know connection, yeah, and yeah. abundance. Um, you are shifting gears and having that neutral space because you can't bring. Otherwise, you, you run the risk of bringing the negative into the positive. So what you're going to be doing is, well, yeah, I'm affirming this and I'm visualizing myself, you know, happy and free and pain free. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're you're also lugging the other stuff with you. This a mm-hmm. sort of a mm-hmm. you know it's a mm-hmm. neutral zone, literally, sure. to, yeah.
0: That's a uh, to line. give yourself
1: some space and then. You know clearing out the the ground so you can maybe plant new seeds and and not keep nurturing um the old ones um that's a great point yeah but yeah it, and it can be difficult and i like uh i like where you're going with this uh, well you know it can the- it can be
0: easy also i'm not you know mm-hmm. saying it neat it necessarily has to be difficult however you know, sometimes when we're in the mid- middle of those those thorny problems, mm. it does feel difficult, right? And so, like when people tell you, "Oh, it's just going to be uh, a light and you know, and unicorns and you know, crystal rays yeah. and all this stuff," sometimes that's discouraging to people because like, well, it's absurd. You I don't, don't buy don't feel it. like that, right? Yeah. You don't. You don't. Not, feel not like when that.
1: you're in the midst of yeah, in your agony, like, yeah. or if you're deeply lonely and you want to be in relationship, yeah um oh you know your time will come or you know but you have to
0: connect to to that possibility of that thing happening
1: and open well, up I a would, little doorways for that right a little crack in the doorway and that's why i think this type of a visualization where you're going beyond the getting out of the pain mm-hmm. and you're visualizing you know what what is that like in your life yeah yeah. what are you doing now that you're pain-free and you're yeah. on the other side Size of this are, are you are you playing with your you know your dog and mm-hmm. throwing the stick are you running yeah. around with your grandchildren or, exactly you know, connect exactly. with beyond that don't just get pain-free don't just stop being lonely or tired of being broke go to abundance go to relationship you're right, right. that's a great go point. to the thing that's doing that because that visualization doesn't you know it's not there is your pain You know, what's not there is your loneliness. You know, what's not there is your brokenness.
0: Yeah. There's no room
1: for it because, you know, but anything in between now and the goal can be, well, I want to feel less pain tomorrow. Well, and yes, you have to have markers and things will happen gradually or they'll happen on their own time. But so maybe even the deeper you are into something, the more important it is or the more useful it is to focus on uh, when you have that window. And Mm -hmm. I love how you're saying, carve that out. If, you're in pain. And then I call it, I take pills now and then for chronic pain and I call it my window. It's Otherwise I'm just servicing the pain because I'm angry and, I and yes. I'm this, i yeah, wincing,
0: yeah. you know,
1: I and mean, then the, take the pills and it kind of work. I've got like an hour and a half where like, Hey, you know, let's, you know, go outside and enjoy the day or I'll do the dishes sure. or, you know sure. what I mean? I I, I can get yeah. stuff done in this window. And so mm-hmm. however, whenever you can find that, yes, find that moment to start in introducing, um, you know the this idea of of health and what is that like in your life not just pain free but what is what activity or mobility uh, or ability would you have that you're not a, you know able to do now yeah also, on that and sense. it's it, it's a leap it's a leap of consciousness it is
0: a leap yeah and, and, a lo- and a lot what's of what's this- the
1: alternative? Think about being you don't have to think about the pain, you're, yeah. you're already hurting. Yeah. You don't need any more consciousness on that. Your body, <laughs> you <know>. no, you, <laughs> you need know? to create a
0: different consciousness, don't you? Yeah. And that's 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 true. And that's part of that, um, that idea of, of getting back to what you're talking about in the beginning about belief and creating an idea or a thought or a feeling, or sort of what again, like what, what they would call in mind science a mental equivalent of that thing as 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 we keep talking about as a foregone conclusion i love the idea those 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 images you brought up like you know you're outside playing with your new puppy and throwing a ball around or you're jogging at the track like you used to love to do or you're playing tennis or swimming you know if if you're you know if you're in if you're in pain those things seem impossible to you but if you're able to open up a space and start seeing yourself doing those things you might open up a space to you know to remove some of the levels of pain and, and create a healing within yourself um, that allows you to do it to cracks the door open a little bit it lets faith in it, it you know it you know even if you think oh this is just fantasizing or what have you if you if you fantasize about something over and over and over again it will come to pass you know especially if you've got heavy feelings attached to it so You know, that's where you've got to be careful of your fantasies. It's in the same way, like if you fantasize negatively about this or that, your spouse cheating on you or this or that, you know, negative situation happening, you know, oftentimes we will create those negative things just as easily. So this is where, you know, keeping that mind fixed and focused on that, on that positivity and on that end result and on that completed and finished goal you know, state of mind or state of being that you want to have is so, so crucially important, especially when, you know, when you're in the midst of those challenges, you know, one of the things um, I just want to say this really quick, again. this is from Holmes um, he points this out. And it's, it's in his, it's in his book. And he's talking about, you know, we'll do these kinds of treatments and working on the self and creating these mental equivalents in the mind and faith and all that. And he said, when things look the worst, is the best time to work. The person who can throw himself with a complete abandon into that limitless sea of receptivity, having cut loose from all apparent moorings, all apparent moorings, is the one who will always receive the greatest reward. And what I think he means by all apparent moorings. Is like the, the past conditions the things that have worked before or the things that we might be clutching on to that we think are giving us a little bit of relief and so on but going for a complete abandonment into the limitless sea of receptivity i think it's such a poetic way of putting that uh of, of, of allowing that 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 condition to manifest through us you know what i mean and i think um the last thing i want to quote from this just just real quickly I'll back over to you but it is is that he says you know, sometimes sometimes we're you know we're we wonder why it seems you know like like prayers for some people or affirmations for some people seem to work and maybe you know we're we're upset because they they don't work for us or you know we've tried this in the past and it doesn't seem like it's working this this really hit me today when I was reading when I was reading and it's and he says if prayer has been answered it's not because god has been moved to answer one person's prayer more than another but because one person more than the other has moved themselves into right relationship with spirit. You know, that's deep. That's deep. So, you know, it's, 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 you're creating, uh, it's not like God's sitting around like doling stuff out to people and saying, well, this one gets it because I like this him and I don't like her and i like, you know, you know what I mean? It's that, it's all loving, all giving, all, all supportive. Um, it's, you know, how can we get ourselves in alignment with that, with that good and allow that stuff to unfold? Can we let go of, you know, and I know you wanted to talk a little bit about the past and talk a little bit about, about forgiveness and things like that. Sometimes, you know, we're not forgiving ourselves or allowing ourselves to have the things to be the things, to do the things that we want to do. We won't let a healing in because there's guilt or there's, you know, there's some kind of negative baggage we're carrying around on our back, like this horrible weight. Right. So you want to speak to that a little bit? Cause I know you wanted to get into that.
1: Well, yeah. Um, and I'll pick it up from what you said about having complete abandon. Uh, and what I thought of was a surrender, you know, it, it really yeah. is a waving the white flag, um, you know and, and i like that we're talking about maybe the more difficult ones it's not just talking about you know i want to visualize you know an ice cream you know sunday or something which you know actually would be nice but yeah i am now <laughs> yeah, i am not really <laughs> you know, up. Yeah. Um, you know and, and and really you know looking at at you know the really difficult things because ultimately you know this. You know this is where this stuff really works uh is on the difficult things as well as the not so difficult and you're right maybe the size or the intensity doesn't really matter but i think the importance and about you know to go really go over this and um continue with that and it is a giving up of maybe the way you think think things should have been or uh, a lot of times you know it's they're mired in so many other things there's a lot of hooks <laughs> in this fish, um, mm-hmm. and we have to kind of you know get them out so um, to uh, to allow that to unfold uh, and this tuning in you almost have to detune uh, the song you've been singing if that's yeah. been been getting you where you are and um and especially if if you're in a you know really almost crisis mode uh, very very intense mode uh, that is also a time when you're most open. To new things in suggestion, I know in recovery they talk about hitting bottom, hitting rock Mm -hmm. bottom, yeah, and wherever that is for you, this is your first DUI, or if it's you know the second time you got you know thrown in prison, Um, I don't know, (laughs) wherever it is, um, and with that they say comes a moment of clarity that you know you just realize I can't go on like this, this is not working, you know if it's chronic pain. Um, I can't be married to my pain anymore. Um, it's some. You're not denying it. Yes, it's something that I have, but you have to let go of maybe, of holding on to it, so that this yeah. new thing can, uh, can come through. And um, I guess just to go back to this, um, this scripture. Uh, it's uh, Mark, is in the New Testament. Mark eleven. Um, And now I'm at 24. Therefore, I and this is uh, a tribute to Jesus in the red letter. um, It's really what I like to focus on. Uh, Listen to the words. Don't worry about the person. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And when you, and it goes on, and when you stand praying, forgive. If you have ought against any, that your father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you. In your trespasses but if you do not forgive neither will your father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses so in this this is kind of the, the next part of it but it, it's actually part of it <laughs> it's not separate from it um, so he's saying when you pray believe you receive them and while you're praying forgive uh, it's interesting and I was really surprised when I you know, noticed that it's like well why is this latched on to this you know, having a a belief of reception and, you know, this, uh, you know, gratitude maybe for receiving, Um, but to having to forgive, it's uh, maybe that's, you know, I'm sure it's there for a reason, um, but maybe that reason has to do with uh, maybe that's why we're in some of these really difficult binds is because we have something we haven't forgiven. And to forgive does mean to let go of something. Um, you're letting go of the resentment or the anger um, or uh, the betrayal that maybe you feel against another person, especially yourself, probably the most important forgiveness you can have. Mm -hmm. Um, We, yeah, yeah, I know. I I would really love to, you know, find somebody, uh, you know, to have a relationship with, but you know, well, I, you know, I didn't do so good in my relationships before, so I probably don't deserve it. Even if you're silently saying that you're not really forgiving yourself. And then you're not giving yourself the opportunity. So, uh, and forgiveness is always about the person doing the forgive, forgiving, Mm -hmm. uh, not the one you're trying to forgive. Yeah. Uh, Although I'm sure it helps that as well. Uh, But it was just a a really, it stuck out anyway, uh, because that wasn't really what I was focusing on. But since it was a continual part of the passage, it wasn't broken by anything else. It was actually part of the same, uh, same passage. Uh, that, uh, that forgiving is part, of, and that's, and I, you know, kind of went further, and I noticed, well, that's in the Lord's Prayer, um, also in the New Testament, um, Father art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, kingdom come, thy will be done, um, and then it says, um, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, that's also read as debt, forgive us our debt, mm. as we forgive those who we're yeah. indebted to, um depending on which which book you read and it's actually twice in there Uh, one is trespasses one is is debts um that was i guess was a big thing then as it is now um and it could be any kind of a debt whether it's financial or um a uh you know emotional sort of uh -hmm. trespass yeah for sure uh so again you know it, it must be important if it if it comes up in the lord's prayer then it comes in this other thing about you know you praying for for your heart's desire and I guess it just goes back to the heart again. And because forgiveness is, is an act of the heart, it's not of the mind. Um, your mind probably doesn't want to do it. It doesn't, you know, it wants sure. to stay out of it. <laughs> sure. You know, uh, unless you're really connected to your anger and your resentment, then I think your, yeah. your mind will probably, you know, help you out in that too if, you, if you're really determined. Um, but yeah, yeah that's, yeah, a that's a kind of a, you know, just another thing to fold in there. So I wouldn't overlook that either. Um, yeah, yes. I think that's uh you're right about that. I think that's the
0: ancient wisdom's, you know, way of pointing out some of the things they're finding today in in for example in, in in neuroscience and so on and even in you know the medical world that you know hanging on to these emotional issues and stuff in fact I just I just read a good book and I was gonna recommend this one to you. Um actually I'm I'm spacing on the title, but it's uh by Dr. Sarno, S-A-R-N-O. And he talked and it's about chronic pain. And one of, you know, one of the he's a he's has chronic pain for, you know, 30, 40 years am a medical doctor and talks about this. But one of the things he gets into is how this, you know, how these emotional issues and, you know, past grievances and, you know, what you might call, you know, not forgiving others and things like that in the language of the Bible are things we hang on to, like literally in the body you know, they're in the mind, they're in the soul, they're in the heart, but they're literally also manifesting in the body in like these tightened muscle groups and different types of agitations to the bodily system, IBS and all these sort of, you know, non-specific illnesses that people manifest, especially in, in chronic pain. And there's an emotional content uh, that goes along with that pain. And oftentimes it has to do with, with you know, with issues from the past, emotional issues, um, abuses, uh, you know, inability to forgive oneself or others, things like this, that lock in that, that pain response, and, and, and so on. But the same can occur, though, in, you know, if we don't forgive ourselves, and we don't forgive other people, and really truly do that, you know, we can block ourselves from prosperity, we can block ourselves from positive relationships, and good relationships with our family, and, we can block ourselves from, you know, all sorts of things that we would like to have come to pass in our lives, right? So I think that that was getting at in that, that, that same kind of idea in those passages you were talking about, how they're interrelated. You know, the ability to forgive oneself and others is crucial to being able to, to allow that, that healing and allow that, you know, that good and prosperity and so on to come into your life um, because you're, otherwise there's a sort of a, there's sort of a blockage You know, so you've got to work on this stuff simultaneously, don't you?
1: You really do. And uh, it's also very deep in the recovery program of the 12 steps. Uh, Having this, you know, forgiveness and making amends uh, is is a huge part of it. It doesn't happen if you don't do that. That's really, it's an integral part of the whole thing. And actually, if you're mentioning a book, I will mention Free Yourself from Pain, since we're talking about pain, I'll throw you know throw some guns at it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by by David Bressler, B R E S L E R. Okay, uh, he f- for years uh, ran the pain clinic at UCLA, um, and he's a uh, he's a little more. He's very. Uh, Have you heard of that Sarno
0: book that I'm talking about as well? Though, do you know which one? Um,
1: I'm I, it sounds very very
0: familiar. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah, I wondered if, uh, is it something about back pain and then there's a couple other ones that are related to it. I got this one that's on, on, on. Okay. Yeah. On, I just, I just saw breast, it. Oh, breast yeah, healing
1: back pain, the mind body connection. There it is. Is that the, the Sarno? That's,
0: that's, that's one. Yeah. That's his most well-known. And then mind this, over
1: back pain.
0: Yeah. There's um, several of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, back pain is very, very common. Um, He's got a chronic pain one, too, and that's more okay. general
1: as well. Anyway, So Sarno ahead, and, S- Bressler, and Bressler, um, yeah, both have, uh, you know, immaculate scientific and academic backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're both deep into the consciousness aspect yeah. of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, he talked about, um, I actually listened to some of Bressler's tapes. Mm-hmm. It talks about, uh, just like a, a Jungian might talk about an inner advisor uh, mm-hmm. this you know diamond or something within that can you know our, our higher self or something we can channel um and that can inform us of things uh, he even talked about uh a a crew like a, a crew that's working on a you know construction site or something mm-hmm. um that, that's 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 you know been called to to work on your pain center on your knee or nice. your lower back or wherever yeah. it is and, and and they're and they're working you know you set them in motion and it kind of keeps you out of it in a sense, okay, because um, then you you're kind of detached from your pain but there's a little bit of space and belief knowing that oh, okay we've got a crew working on this yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was interesting it was just oh, uh, interesting uh, I, like I like it and he and he, has, he has many more interesting things to, to say about that, but definitely uh, definitely two accomplished scientists and authors, doctors and these both um, who uh, who believe in the consciousness connection. Yeah to um you know to To, to healing yeah exactly
0: and they might not use the same words as a metaphysician or a you know a new thought or you know a more spiritual healer would but it's in the same family of of Mm -hmm. understanding isn't it
1: it is and this whole mind body uh you know especially with healing is is so predominant now even if it's not necessarily talked about on the surface in some academic and medical um circles um, it's, it's underlying and it's, I think everybody kind of believes it to some degree or prayer or some, you know, relaxation, meditation. Yes, there's yeah. science, uh, and, you know, evidence-based and back theories and, uh, and results with this, but I think it's even more so. I think it's in, in the ether, it's in the consciousness, even mm-hmm. if it's not overtly, um, you know, and maybe it will be mainstreamed, um, in the West, you know, as we move on, I, I would imagine it happening. Uh, but there are already people that are, that are on board with this in a major, yeah, major no, for way. Sure, so, for sure. um, you know, pick, pick your, uh, your advisors. Um, you know, I wanted to get, uh, get back to this idea, which is, I guess is the central idea from the beginning that you're visualizing beyond pain-free, Uh, to keep using this to where you're in some activity uh, that you could only do in a pain-free state so you already passed the healing and now you're using you're enjoying the benefits of this and we had brought up Viktor Frankl in a previous podcast Mm -hmm. and his man's search for meaning and his conclusion uh and to give a little background he survived uh he was a doctor medical doctor survived the uh Uh, the Holocaust in Auschwitz, he was a a prisoner, and uh, some other people did too, and some people didn't survive, and he was very curious how these, uh, and he was with other medical trained people, um, and he wanted to understand why some survived and some didn't, and his conclusion was that if you have a why, you can survive. Almost any how like how am I going to get out of this? I Mm -hmm. don't know how. Well, if you have a why, why do I want to get out of this? Okay, Mm -hmm. pain pain free is better than pain. That's kind of its own reason. Yeah. Um, But why do I want to be pain free? What what's Mm -hmm. that going to get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I being prevented from doing at this point with the pain that I could and would and will do when I get out of it? And Frankel wanted to see his children. He had a very deep connection with his children. He wanted to survive the concentration camp world war ii um you know starvation and you know poor poor conditions Um, because he wanted to spend time with his his uh, his nieces and you know his children his family yeah Um, yeah not to just not to just get the striped suit off and get a a meal and and be freed from which it should be reason enough to get out of a concentration camp but but it's not beyond it's not enough why yeah. do you want to survive and get out so that I can see my children again? Get... So he was—he was way past liberation,
0: yeah—and
1: um and, and starvation.
0: That uh, makes sense. That that gets us more into that state of that so state maybe, of
1: faith and 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 that that deeper meaning to it to it too. Doesn't well, it? It, it is meaning because it's why you want something. Why do you want to be out of debt? Why do you want a Cadillac? Why do you want? Um, you know, win the lottery or why do you want a, a lover, you know, to spend your time with? Yeah. Um, Not because yeah. it's better than being lonely. Why do you want to be, pen- you know, why, what do you see yourself doing with that little extra money? How, is, how good does it feel to pay your bills off on time every month and know that you can? What does that feel like? Mm-hmm. Um, or you even you have know? some money left over. How about that? And you right? can put some in a savings account yeah. on top right. of that.
0: Sure. Exactly. Uh,
1: and you, you know, there's security and there's stability, and you can provide, and you can at least carry your own weight, and uh, maybe share with others how you got to this point. Yeah. Uh, but really, to connect with that, and you know, why do you want the the relationship? Well, so you're not lonely. Well, what does that mean to be with somebody? Well, they're gonna get a cold, and they're gonna leave the toilet seat up, and they're gonna put their underwear on the floor. You know what I mean? You know, think of those things too. They're not going to take out the garbage when you want them to. And well, and that's okay because I'm in a relationship with them or, and as well as the good stuff, you know, kind of look at the, you know, that this connection, that the good and the bad you're going to have with somebody, not some idealized notion of what it would be like if I, you know, became wealthy or got out of debt or got into a relationship. You know, what does that really kind of mean? What's, how's that going to feel? You know, yeah uh, yeah, yeah. otherwise you're sort of you know setting yourself for a fantasy well i want the the fairy tale it's like well you know mm-hmm. even the princess and the prince have to you know do their daily routine like everybody else does you know sure, i mean sure. they're, they're going to argue about this the food's going to be cold it's going to be you know the kids yeah but the gonna bigger listen, thing the
0: bigger thing know? is that connection to that to that meaning for yourself and that meaningful yeah. life and understanding and you know and also you know connecting to the idea of of some of these problems and challenges and so on that we do have do do have meanings. And there is something for us to learn. They, 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 you know, they may also have an element of, of, of learning to them. It may be something that we need to understand about our life. And so just trying to get rid of stuff before you kind of examine it and sort of dialogue with it. In other words, you know, that can be part of the healing process too, for example, or it can be, you know, part of the process of prosperity is, you know, sort of, you know, communicating, for example, uh, you know, using like a union with like active imagination, communicating with the illness, for example, like imagine it's this big, you know, hairy monster or something. And, you know, say, what do you have to tell me? Or what is this? What is this pain, you know, need? What is it telling me? You know, it may be telling me something physiological, for example, I mean, maybe you need to, you know, maybe there's something that needs to be repaired in the body, and it's letting you know that. Or it may be something that, you know, is emotionally and psychologically, you know, an issue. And you've you've got to address that, you know, oftentimes uh, dialoguing with that thing itself, you know, kind of create, you know, sort of visualizing it as an entity and trying to get some information out of it will help you put um, a face to that feeling. Drawing a picture, for example, of the pain or, you know, even looking at something like, um, you know, you know poverty in my life if I've, been, if I've been living in poverty what is it about this that you know that i'm needing to learn from this you know and it may the simple messages maybe i need to allow more things in i need to change these poverty thoughts to thoughts of you know abundance and wealth and so on or it may mean like okay where am, you know what am i doing i'm starving myself in these other areas of my life and my creativity and my relations whatever i mean it may have other things connected to it as, as well and so it's important to understand and connect meaning to what's going on. Um, that's part of the healing process as well. That's part of the prosperity process, the visualization process, and the whole, the whole nine yards. Uh, kind of understanding what you need to learn from those situations and finding meaning in the, in the, in the challenges as well. Uh, and that's where I think you know, like with Victor Frankl, like it was kind of a twofold thing. Like he was trying to find meaning in his situation by get extracting out something constructive from this horrific experience, and then sharing it through a book, you know. But also connecting to his reason for living. So it was kind of a twofold process for him, you know. And you may you may take some some
1: benefit away from you know from thinking about that. So. Um, Well, any lack like that can show you or, you know, horrible situation uh, can be a reminder of what is beautiful in the world, what is desirable um, in your life. And I think maybe we uh, sometimes forget that. Yeah. Um, We can focus on the negative, uh, maybe lose sight of uh, the things that we already have that maybe, Mm -hmm. geez, should be a little more grateful for what I do have. Yes, I can complain about this. but. You know maybe it's a reminder to oh you know yes you're lacking a b and c well you know you've got these other things that you know yeah. maybe you are it doesn't deny it but you know maybe you can also be grateful for what you do have because yeah. somebody else may yeah. not That's have a, a huge thing. Exactly. the other ones and it's in you know, line with forgiveness so sure um good point you know and,
0: and remember too i mean y- it's always darkest before the dawn, they say, you know, so when you're in the midst of really difficult situations, you know, do know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and, you know, have, have faith that, that things are going to work out uh, okay and there's going uh, to be the things you need. And also, you know, just, you know, when you're at your wits end with some of these things. It's, it's okay to go straight to, to God as however you see God and, and just say, hey, look, I need some help with this. I need some help with my faith and I need some help with how to formulate these affirmations and these visualizations. You know, help me build the base so that I can, you know, that I can allow you to unfold in my life as a healing energy, you know, or, you know, say, I don't, you know, I don't feel strong enough to do this. Can you take this for me right now? you know, and if it's Krishna or Jesus or whoever you're, you're speaking to, you know, if you've got a form sort of a, you know, a form of, 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 of a divine image in your mind, you know, hand that over to them in that visualization and say, you know, I need your help with this. And, you know, these things have, you know, they have tremendous power. They have a reality to them. Your, you know, your mind and your, your, you know, your imagination or how you connect to the spiritual universe. Um, so do have the confidence that that's that those things are there for you, and you, know, you have nothing to lose. If you say, "Well, I've never prayed before, and it's you know it's never worked for me, or I don't believe in God, or whatever," you have nothing to lose. Then give it a shot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Go in with like like right. you're going to a movie. Have a suspension of disbelief and just see what happens. You know, if if you've never visualized something before, and you know you, this all sounds like a bunch of nonsense to you, and you're like, "Well, how can I see the end result if I'm in the middle of this horrible situation?" Just try it. Just try it. I said all these same things, and I'm sure you have as well. I am an intellectual person, and none of this makes made a lick of sense to me when I was younger. I would be like, yeah, what a bunch of bullshit. What a bunch of nonsense. Oh, show me. You know, show me. And the thing is, it's like, you, you know, it's like, show me. You want to see the demonstration, but it's, it doesn't work that way. This is the, the, the thing that cuts you off from your good, is that you think you're going to see it, and then you're going to, you know, you're going to have it happen, but you have to believe it and then you'll see it, you know, in, in materialization. In other words, you know, you have to, you have to create it within first and then it'll happen on the outside. And that's where like, we, we look to the material world to like prove to us stuff, you know, like it's like, there's a sort of objective sort of you know scientific materialism at work this stuff is on a different level than that this is on a quantum level this is on a spiritual level you know this is on a mind heart level and you know again i wrestled with all this stuff when i was younger and i'm sure you have and i wrestled with faith and all this but honestly at my darkest times like i would just you know i'd have to just pray and and go into that you know that spot and just like give up all of my my intellectual you know meanderings and philosophical arguments and so on. And, and you know, at, at my darkest times, I've always found healings. I've always found light. I've always found, you know, something that's helped out. And so, you know, you got to remember that that is there for, for you and you can rely on it. Try it. Try it. Even if you think you don't have faith in it, just give it a shot and, you know, say, hey, you know, I'm going to, Suspend my disbelief for a moment, and I'm just going to act as if this is possible and see what unfolds for you you know as an experiment
1: and and stick well, you definitely with have it. to have you know that openness and willingness yeah,
0: that may be all you need uh, at the beginning, and that yeah. starts to even if it's a see. window
1: just crack a just window crack you a don't window. have to yeah. deny what you believe, just say okay, and I like you are saying ask because uh, if it is a force, if it is a an entity in a sense or an essence and i think at some point you can also ask for some evidence well can you show me how this is working show me an example or you know i need to see this a little more clearly at least then you're engaging with the process yeah and maybe you'll get an image or you'll get a yeah
0: exactly exactly you'll see
1: a stranger struggling with something and you go oh my gosh it gives you a chance to be compassionate and it's like oh that's just like me and don't and don't, chalk to,
0: don't chalk it up to don't it up to a funny coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> give yeah. yourself the opportunity. That's actually go, an
1: indicator it's working. Yeah, you so know, these coincidences this
0: start happening and yeah, do these tests for yourself yeah, yeah. and write the things down and then remind yourself, hey, when I prayed about you know looking for you know some uh, some information about faith, oh wow, you know the next day. I just happened to absentmindedly click on this podcast that talked about faith or Oh, I was just clicking through YouTube and I found this video that had the exact thing I needed to hear or picked up a book and read a passage and it was exactly what I needed to hear. That it's not a coincidence. It's a synchronicity. It's a, it's an answer. It's something, there's meaning in it, you know, so don't dismiss it just because it seems like a coincidence. You know, if you asked for it, and you needed it and it came up, it's not a coincidence. Just like when, you know, this is a stupid thing, but like, you know, it's like you want some, let's say you're looking for a, a, a blender or something like that, and you don't have any money. So you're like, I'm just going to go down to, you know, Goodwill and see if I can get a blender. And the exact blender you want is there. and It's like $3 and it's half price day, and you get it for $1.50. And you think, you know, oh, it's such a coincidence. Oh, wow, I was so lucky. But why did you choose to go to Goodwill at that moment? Why did it, why was it there when you needed it? Why was it half price and you only had fifty? Why, why, why? You know what I'm saying? So don't be so so flippant with the universe and God when, you know, it's like, here you go. Here's something. You could appreciate it for a moment because it's so easy to gloss those things over. You know, we become so sophisticated and so like, intellectual about everything that we dismiss our own good oftentimes we dismiss the possibility of our own stuff you know i'm feeling better since i started doing these visualizations you know and i've felt horrible for the last 20 years but all of a sudden i'm feeling better it must be a coincidence yeah it must be <laughs> that's you know what i mean it's yeah. like come on that's that's where you got to start connecting the, the intellectual mind and the and the heart mind together and then you will be clicking on you know you'll be firing on all cylinders as they say you know what i mean so well i, th- I guess that's about it unless you've got anything you want to wrap up i may do our little end wrap up unless you have uh, one more point you would like to make
1: well i think we covered it and we introduced a, a new way of looking at visualizations instead of getting something or getting out of a bad situation, go to the point where you're beyond that and you're enjoying this new situation, already having received. And it is a leap of faith, but no invention has ever been made without first having an invisible idea or vision of something that doesn't exist, something you can't see, touch, or feel. It's an invention or an artwork in the mind of the, creative person that made it happen. It happened in the mind, happened in, in it before it happened on earth. So think of that. Create it in your mind and heart first, and then
0: you can have it unfold in the material world. That is the that is the the long and short of it. And connect <laughs> to your faith and forgive yourself if you know if you're hanging on to some deep wounds or you know psychological or emotional <laughs> issues. So that's going to do it for us today. Thank you so much, Chris, for, uh, for that great show, that great topic. Sure. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, we are the Cosmic Eye Show, and we are here each Sunday. We've also got an Emmett Fox show that's on every Friday, which is inspirational little teachings. It's a shorter show. It's about 20 to 25 minutes. Uh, those are up up new every Friday. So check those out um we appreciate you listening thank you uh, thank you so much and again if you can support us uh, check us out at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye and give a little donation there uh, or check out our books mine is if you can worry you can meditate by jason napolitano on amazon or cosmiceye.org and chris's is the spirit in the sky on amazon or Sheridan.com. thank you again for joining us have a great week goodbye and god bless